Hello, and welcome to the Startup Brew Fargo podcast. Startup Brew is a weekly event hosted by Emerging Prairie in downtown Fargo, where we believe that entrepreneurship is energized over brews. Each week, we bring entrepreneurs, founders, and innovators together because we believe they succeed when they have access to each other and the community that supports them. This week, we were joined by Debbie Osowski, founder of Do Good Adventures. Debbie began Do Good Adventures in August 2018 after making candle favors for her daughter's wedding. Today, she's working full-time with her candle company with the ultimate goal to encourage others to think good, feel good, and do good. Let's listen in. Fun fact, before I get started, a year ago today, I was in the hospital having a portion of my bone taken out and a plate put in my arm, and I couldn't lift anything more than a pencil or a spoon for eight weeks. So a year ago, this this is way, way, way better than that. So um, I woke up this morning and said, I can't believe that was a year ago. It was not a very fun eight weeks. Um, Thank you for that introduction, Emma. Again, my name's Debbie. I am the owner founder, maker of Do Good Adventures, and we're a soy candle company based here in Fargo. Um, Before I tell you about my company, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am born and raised in North Dakota, Uh, went to the University of North Dakota. My husband also is from North Dakota, and we have three girls that two of them are University of North Dakota grads, and one is currently attending there. So when we moved to Fargo 10 years ago, we will say the biggest shock in our life was the onslaught of Bison fandom. We were not prepared for that at all. And still every year of football season, we're like, oh no, here it comes. So um, North Dakota is very near and dear to our hearts. And um, I'm really happy that I can have a business now that is in the community and giving back to the community as well. My candle making journey began in the summer of 2018 when my oldest daughter, Abby, was getting married. I really wanted to have candles be the favors at the reception. So I spent that summer learning how to make candles and made about 250 to 300 of them that we gave as favors at the wedding. I loved making them. I loved the process. I loved the creativity of it. Um, But more than that, I really loved the reception that we got or how much the people at the wedding loved them. Um, I did not anticipate that they would bring so much joy. Um, I have memories of people running up to me saying, where did you get these? You made these. These smell so great. Um, There were different scents at each of the tables, and people were swapping and sharing. And at the end of the night, we went to collect all the leftover ones because people always leave their favors. There was not a single candle to be found in the room. (laughs) So um, I kept making candles after that. And because I, it was going into fall season, I'm like, this is fun. I want to get some different containers. I want to try some different scents. And eventually, we had so many candles in our house that I just started giving them to my coworkers, um, which at that point is when I created the label and I created the name Do Good. Came from a couple of different places. Um, the piece of my history that I forgot to tell is that my background is in counseling and education. So I've been a counselor for 20-some years. Um, The last 16 of that was in high school counseling. So do good, doing good, doing the right thing, doing your best is a big part of the message of being a high school counselor. So that was a big part of my life and a big part of what I, the message I always tried to convey. My daughters and I also are the members of the same sorority and their motto or their little phrases do good. And then when I created the logo, the D and O were a little bit different than the good because my initials are D and O. So it was kind of a, a couple of different things that all came together in the creating the label. So I created a label and I started giving the candles away to people at Davies. And I never thought that it would become a business. At that point, I still had not really thought that's where I was going to go with this. 
Um, I remember walking into my best friend's office and handing her a candle, and she looked at me and teared up and said, this is the day that I know you're going to leave me someday. <laughs> um, and I was like, what? She's like, this is going to go somewhere. Shortly after that, I got invited to um, a pop-up at a local salon for the holidays. And along that process somewhere, I was introduced to um, Unglued Market. Again, not something that I even knew about at that point. So I learned about Unglued. I applied for their Drecker Holiday Market, was accepted to that. And from that point forward, I knew this was something I wanted to keep doing. It was the most fun that I'd ever had. Um, it was just exciting. It was a side of Fargo at that point that I had never seen, having been in education. Um, and the support for the local community and local makers and local entrepreneurs was so amazing that I just wanted to keep being a part of it. So I kept making candles, kept doing markets, created an online store, you know, kind of just had steady sales. Holiday seasons would be really crazy. I would get home from work and be making candles until after midnight, but then I'd get up the next day and go to work and kind of do the same thing over and over again. About a year or so into it, um, we started having conversations about what, what could we do with this, or what could I do with this if I could commit to it full time. Um, but I was the one, my husband is also self-employed, so I was the one with the health insurance benefits, <laughs> which, um, you know, you take your salary out of the equation and that's one thing, but then you have to start paying for health insurance on top of it, and that's a completely different story. So in the fall of 2019, um, we started talking about it more and more, and at one point I said to him, I am really afraid you're going to resent me if I quit and we have no money. He is an entrepreneur and turned to me and said, at this point, I'm going to resent you if you don't try, <laughs> which was a really key moment in my life that I needed to take this next step. So in December, this is the not very positive part of the story, really bad day at work. And at the end of the day, I called um, my husband and said, today's the day. Wrote my letter of resignation on the spot, walked in, handed it to my principal at the end of the day. It was a Friday in December, way before COVID was even in our world. <laughs> So three months later, March hits, COVID hits. I'm sent home with everybody else in the world, and I'm like, what have I done? I've quit my job. <laughs> I'm having to now build a business in the middle of COVID. Um, I, have, I left my career as a counselor at home in my house. So I'm running a candle business and trying to be a school counselor all out of the same office. It was a really stressful few months. Um, but it was, in some ways, probably one of the best times to start a business. <laughs> Um, because our local community and the nation as a whole just really rallied behind small businesses and we all went to online. So at that point I said I need to amp up my online presence, I need to get a better store. I did hire a web designer at that point, I've been doing everything on my own up until that point. Hired a web designer and just kind of really dove in. Um, so kind of kept going from there and had my surgery and eight weeks later really dove in and been committed to this for 100%, 150%, 200% since that time. Um, I think some pieces of the story too that are interesting are when I started making candles initially, I was melting wax on a double boiler on my stove and putting all the candles out on our kitchen counter. And at one point, my, we had, could not use our kitchen counter for weeks. Um, and again, my husband being the romantic that he is for our 25th wedding anniversary, bought me a 50 pound wax melter. <laughs> and that sat, in, um, that sat in our laundry room for the last, since that time, two years, until about three weeks ago. So one of the really big steps for me is that three weeks ago, about three weeks ago, I moved into a larger production space and moved Duguid out of my house. Um, boxes, thank you. 
really big step, really excited about it. Um, the efficiency already is so much better and we have our house back. Our house looks so empty, we feel like we can actually downsize now. As empty nesters, the boxes had kind of consumed everything. Um, so I'm excited about that, I'm excited about the space. Um, there's a section in the front where I can have a little bit of retail, um, which will be nice because I had people saying, can I come to your house and smell the candles? And especially during COVID, you're not going to do that. And no, in general, I don't want strangers in my house <laughs> smelling candles. So it's nice that I'm going to have that space available. Um, there's also a space last week through Unglued, I was able to teach my first candle making class and loved it. It was so fun and something that I've dreamed of doing. So. Um, there's a space in this area too that I'm hoping that I can eventually in the next, I don't know, I would love to have it by the end of the year, but start having classes and even host, um, you know, parties, birthday parties or bachelorette parties or bridal showers. You know, there's, I think there's the possibility is really um, endless with all of that. And I think Fargo likes the opportunity to have those types of experiences and do those types of events. So, um, Another big piece of the business that I'm really proud of is last fall, right before the Christmas season, I launched a subscription box program. And um, that has been really well received. I would like that to continue to grow, um, but it was a chance for me to have more sense and have different containers and, and kind of expand that reach through a different way of selling the candles as well. So I don't even know if that's six minutes. I've just been rambling. <laughs> We do give back. Think good, feel good, do good is our motto. Um, we strive to make thoughtfully curated soy candles to elevate the everyday, and we do donate a portion of our profits back to the community. Um, there's many different organizations that we've done those to, um, but I'm really proud to do that, and that's a definitely an area of the business I want to continue to grow. After the presentation, we opened up to a live Q&A session with the audience, and today we are joined by our host, Emma McIntyre, who is also the lead coordinator of Startup Brew Fargo. Let's listen in. But I do want to kick off into our audience Q&A with the question of, first off, actually, I want you to elaborate a bit more just so the audience gets a full scope of the collaborations that you do. Oh, yes. So you offer, like, There's white so label candles. That I you collaborate with local potters to make, like, I do. Yes. That has, uh, um, I was telling somebody before this that this world has opened up just amazing relationships with people in the community that I never would have met otherwise. So I've been able to do um, a lot of custom candles for local businesses, um, custom labels. I've worked with Jackie and Jordan with the plant supply and we've used some of their containers um, to pour candles into. I did a citronella candle in a cement container this summer. Um, yeah, lots of businesses, lots of, the custom part of it has been really fun for me um, and hopefully an area that I can continue to grow as well. I did a custom scent for Jasper Hotel, so they have a candle there as well. Ooh, bougie, my goodness, know, my lady. <laughs> wow. Fancy. <laughs> well, we also always kick off, so that aside, because I just want to make sure we touched on that so they were fully aware, jumping into Q&A. Uh, what are you most proud of in the last year of your operations? Because we like to celebrate the fun stuff here. Oh, there's so many things. I, I am really proud of the subscription box. It is like my baby and it's just something that was a really big dream that has been a lot of work. So I'm really proud of that. Um, I'm, I'm really proud to be able to get into a space and have something that is just mine or, you know, it's a business. It's not my home. It is in the Lynn Center, which is out on 52nd Avenue. If you know where the Dakota Boys Ranch is, like there's a gate there that goes into the back 
my back garage door. Otherwise, the front side of the building is the next street over, 50th Avenue South. Yeah. Calendars, uh, very important. Remember, jot that down for later. We'll jump over here for our first question, though. Jordan, what's up? Yeah, so uh, I know there's so much that you can do, way more than one person can do. How do you make decisions about where you spend your time, whether it's making new products or investing in marketing? How do you filter all that? Stuff? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question because <laughs> I don't always have a good answer. Um, it's hard because a lot of times people – just in different groups that I've been in or coaches that I've talked to, they'll say, block your time. You shouldn't be filling, making candles every day. You shouldn't be, you know, doing certain things every day. But when you have orders coming in, you have to make candles. <laughs> so a lot of the other stuff really has gone by the wayside. I am at a point where I need to hire <laughs> in order to get, you know, you can spend a lot of time working on your business and not in your business. I don't know if I said that the right way, but um, so th that is hard. I think I definitely am at that point where, you know, I need to find that person that can be doing the production and fulfillment part of it so that I can be doing the marketing and the PR and the outreach and um, that, that piece of it. It really is for me, if I had orders to fill, I was making candles. That was always the priority was getting the product into the customer's hands. So social media has also been a priority for me. Um, I've tried to get on every day. Sometimes you get to a point where you're just tired of it and take a break from it <laughs> for a little bit, but I've always made that kind of the priority as well. Does that answer that? You guys should check out Debbie's website uh, when you go there. This, is, this thing blows me away. I love it. When you enter her website, it has a, a quiz that says, what candle scent are you? Or like, pick your perfect candle scent. And I was like, my goodness, she's got it down. I love it. I think it's fantastic. So afterwards, if you want to figure out your candle scent, you just head to Debbie's website. And it's just like a fun little extra add to the day. So you're crushing it on the, the media game. Thank you. Good. You should feel good about it. We'll jump up here for our next question. When I first started, I would do them based on what was happening at the time of the year. So um, Salvation Army Red Kettle campaign, February for the Unglue Craft Fest one year, I did the American Heart Association. Um, October had one once, and it was Edith Sanford Breast Cancer Center. Feeding America during COVID, Conscious Kid. Um, more recently, locally, I've been doing uh, Bio Girls. As I learn more about Bio Girls, they... They, it, it just speaks to me <laughs> as a counselor. Um, I think I got into counseling because being a kid is tough. And I think if, you know, empowering um, young women and teaching them <laughs> to respect themselves and to build their self-esteem and to also do service, I just, I, just everything about them speaks to me. Any other questions? Oh, yes, James. What has been the biggest benefit that you can see from being a part of the cohort, the entrepreneur class cohort? Um, oh, the collaborations and meeting the other women. Um, I am... <laughs> I'm very often the oldest woman in a group. <laughs> and so um, I am just so inspired and amazed by just young women and what they're doing and how poised they are. Um, there's just no way I could do that or behave that way or speak that way. Um, so th that was very valuable. The information, just the connections to the community, again, having been in education for so long, I really didn't know the business community in Fargo. So that's been just a really big piece of it for me is, is meeting those people and making those connections, having those resources that I can go to now. I, you know, actually, I've got a follow-up question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what is, what's the biggest takeaway of 
everybody together, create a sense of community and collaboration that extends into the education realm, which often seems so siloed? Yeah, that's a great question, too. Um, I do think that high schools, for example, they have a career day every year. And I think instead of the career advisor having to reach out to the community saying, will you come and speak? Um, you know, you just made me think I should be contacting them saying you're having a career day and can we have some entrepreneurs come in? Um, I think that's a really big piece of it. Um, I think reaching out to those business teachers in the schools, um, I, all of that. I, and I do think that the potential for collaboration is just endless. <laughs> Um, especially in Fargo, there's just something about this community that just is so supportive and so energetic about that, um, which is just amazing to me, uh, wonderfully amazing to me. <laughs> and we do actually have quite a few members of the women's cohort here. Can you just like show by raising hands? I know I saw you guys over there. Maddie's up there. Yes, my goodness, my heart. Uh, Ruben is here all the way from Western North Dakota. So <laughs> we'll give her a round of applause. My goodness, she made the drive to hang out with us this morning. <laughs> Cheers to you. Uh, we did get a tweet in from Randy Schatz. I'm trying to pull it up. My thumbs don't work that fast. Uh -huh. Here we go. He asks, what external business services have been most helpful as an entrepreneur? What services do you wish you could find in addition to that? So what's been most helpful if you haven't found anything for specific services, what, what are needs you need filled? Um, well, I just think the services like the cohort or um, NDSU's Entrepreneur Center, Nice Center is that what it's called? Um, just all of, all of those, anytime you call, they're willing to help you and they're willing to, um, to give you advice or to direct you to other people. I think just the networking within the community or within that entrepreneur community also is just usually somebody knows something <laughs> or who to go to. So for me, that's been the most valuable piece of it. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of areas, but I don't know that it's a need in the community as much as it's just me needing to learn it. Um, I, I wish that, um, I wish I knew more about PR. I wish I, I wish there was a way to learn about reaching out to just different, whether it's news or media or the publications in town, that just seems like a really intimidating part of the world to me still to say, how do I get featured? How do you, how do I get, I don't know, exposure? Yeah, yeah. Reaching that, that customer base, I yeah, think. That totally makes sense. I well, don't know if that answers the question or not. You guys happen to know anybody. We do have uh, like 70 of our closest friends right here. Yeah, so I know. they're pretty fun to make out. And I, I know that the resources are out there. I really yeah. do believe that in Fargo. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, it's just me sometimes needing to say, like contacting you or contacting somebody else saying, who do you go to for this or who do I reach out to or. Um, and and I have found that a lot of people are very willing to say, you should contact this person. I have people telling me all the time, you should get in touch with this person. You need to get in touch with this person. Everybody wants to see you be successful, and they want to point you in the direction to get that help. Yes. See, those are good things to hear. Those are all good things to hear. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, we do have two more online questions, and then we'll toss it back to our audience for maybe a final in-person question. Uh, but from Danielle Mo is, what are your personal favorite scent notes? And what scent has been your bestseller thus far? Bestseller, Citrus and Sunshine. Um, bestseller, The Holidays is Sleigh Ride. My favorite, um, if you would have asked me that when I started, I would have said like, um, like grapefruit and mint, those minty fresh ones. As I have done this more, I am really learning to love more so those woodsy, earthy, 
um, sandalwood, oak wood, amber, those types of scents are becoming my favorite. This next question from Twitter is a pretty fun one. Uh, it is, have you thought of giving back by associating specific candles with specific nonprofits, like Ben and Jerry's almost? Y yes, and actually I have. I've done that with um, Bio Girls. We had a candle for Giving Hearts mm -hmm. Day that uh, the, uh, some of the proceeds went to, to Bio Girls. Lady Boss. Um, I did, I've done a couple candles with Lady Boss that are the same. Uh, do good better consulting I've done a con collaboration with them and we have a set that's called um, it's called better days there's two candles one's called better a.m. and it's a coffee scent and there's in the evening one is called better p.m. and it's a cocktail scent so that one 30% of the sales for that will be going back to local communities as well Fantastic. So I'm curious, can you share with the audience, what is your vision for the next five years? So you've locked yeah. in your physical location. You have a lot of a lot more opportunity for collaboration. I really want Do Good to be more than a candle company. <laughs> um, I want it to be a brand. We talk about it a lot. I say that and I don't, I'm, the vision is still not clear on what I want that to be, but I want it to be more than a candle company. And I'm hoping that by just being in a space where I have better efficiency and if I hire, it gives me the time to focus on that part of the business a little bit more and to grow that side of the business. Um, that's really my vision for it at this point. We'll take one last final question from the crowd as the wind starts to pick up. Yes, milady. Yes, that set, that is a collection, it's called the Do Good Collection. It's be kind, give grace, choose joy, and show love. Um, and just because those were, they're just do good feel, good feel phrases um, that were important to me or had some special meaning to me or, you know, I just, they resonated with me somehow. Um, that collection is how I created the scent quiz. It all came from, for each candle has a different scent category, fresh, um, fresh and clean, spicy, sweet and spicy, woody and earthy, and floral. So each candle has a different one of those scents, and Give Grace, that one is a, it's um, just a, a cashmere plum, just a very rich scent. So that's how that one came about. Well, we like to end every day uh, with this final question, because this isn't a one-way street. This isn't you just telling us about yourself. We have to give something back in response. Uh, so what is one thing that each of us can do to help energize the work that you're doing currently? If you buy a candle, share it on Instagram. Um, that's a, a kind of a, a, I don't know, a problem spot, but kind of an area that I keep saying to other people, uh, my other friends in the business, how are you getting people to reshare what they're buying from you? Because all of you are my greatest PR, really. I mean, I can buy all the marketing in the world, but word of mouth and sharing what you've bought and um, sharing about what we're doing is the greatest thing that you could do yes you had that one down i love it fantastic you know what you need well let's give her a big round of applause thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. that's all we have for this week's startup roof fargo thanks for listening in startup roof fargo is energized by emerging prairie an organization dedicated to connecting and celebrating the entrepreneurial ecosystem we'd also like to thank the following sponsors for their support pro resources brady mertz the FMCVB, Office Sign Company, Fargo Parks, and Midco. See you next time.